come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. It's gonna be fun. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 107 of Word on the Main Street podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And we've got a pretty fantastic, fan tastic show. Ooh, I see what you did there. For you folks. Very nice. Uh, but before we get into that, we want to... Uh, Talk about our beautiful, lovely, sexy sponsor, Ooh, Getaway wow. Today. I don't think we've used that one before. <laughs> mm. I hope they like that. I know. <laughs> Maybe they might think it's weird. I don't know. If, if you don't like it. Yeah, just let us know. Don't let us know. We'll just back off. Yeah, and... it's all right. <laughs> we'll, we feel, we'll feel the vibes. Get, the, uh, get so. friend zoned real quick. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Getaway Today, fantastic company to work with if you're doing any Disney travel. Um, the opportunity to take advantage of their deal, uh, getting up to $111 off per ticket, is quickly running out. Um, I think you have up through the 23rd, I think it is, of May to be able to use that deal. So start uh, taking advantage, plan a trip. And uh, contact Getaway today. They can help you get all that set up. Uh, if you do give Getaway uh, give Getaway today a call, may, be sure to uh, mention our promo code. It's Main Street Ten. It's all lowercase. The number one zero. It's going to get you ten dollars off any two night or longer Southern California travel package. Uh, Star Wars Land is right around the corner. So if you want to be able to check that out. A, make sure you book on a Disney property. That's going to give you the best chance. Oh, yeah. And B, make sure you let Getaway Today know. They'll really make sure you get a great deal and have a great time. So visit them at www.getawaytoday.com or give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That's 438-2929. And that $10 could uh, get you 10 bucks off a Max Pass, which you can now pre-order through Getaway Today. Oh, really? Yep. I did not see that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So you don't have to worry about having to order that when you get to the park. You can so just... is that part of your vacation package? Uh, I assume it's like an add-on. So you could just add that in and not even have to worry about it and Boom. know you have max yep. pass. Ooh, I'm taking advantage of that. Which is super nice because you can put it in your... Layaway plan. Yeah, and just pay it off. Yeah, so it's not like so this it's not hefty. a hit at the park. Yeah, that's great. Because I haven't had the experience, but I know you have three kids. Yeah, I have one that may have mattered at the time, and uh, so I didn't really feel the hit of the twenty bucks I spent. Yeah, <laughs> on uh, Max Pass. Yeah, when you're having to spend fifty per day. Yeah, for and, all three, and now it's fifteen per person. Members of your family to have one. Yeah, but yeah, now it's fifteen. It's so to be able to pay that seventy-five dollars per day for a me, a little at a time, is awesome. Yeah, so yeah, thought That's I'd good spread to know. that knowledge. They announced it on their Facebook page today. I so. must have missed that. So good catch. Oh, thank you. Way to go. <laughs> Dropping, out. <laughs> I'm dropping the ball, and you're making sure you pick it right up. 
All right, so this week at the Disneyland Resort, the hours are easy peasy lemon squeezy. Uh, Thursday, April 25th through Sunday, April 28th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12, DCA open 8 to 10. Then Monday the 29th through Wednesday the 1st, Disneyland's open 9 to 11 with DCA 9 to 9. And DCA is actually closing before Disneyland for once. Mm, I wonder why. Because Disneyland After Dark, Heroes Assemble is happening April 30th and May 1st. Yeah. It's kind of weird. That's the uh, Incredibles theme, not Captain America. Because Monday... <laughs> Monday, it's still closed, 9 to 9, but there's no... They're probably getting it ready. That would be my guess. Yeah, so um, if you're going to that, I'm jealous. Pick me up a Infinity <laughs> War or a Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, I yeah. Will, I will be happy to reimburse. Oh, yeah. If you can get two... Even better. Even better. Uh, so the events... I will, oh. I will only be reimbursing for one, though. Sean yeah, can reimburse for I will for reimburse another. for the other... Um, so the event's going on. Get your ears on. Celebration is still going till May. So uh, get on that because it's almost right around May. the corner. Uh, and then Disney After Dark, of course, we just mentioned April 30th and May 1st, taking place in California Adventure. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to have pretty much the whole park at your leisure. That's what you get for the ones at Disneyland, so I don't know why they'd change yeah. it. Plus, Incredicoasters, superhero-themed, uh, and then you have Guardians of the Galaxy, and there's limited admissions, so short lines, no fast pass needed. So yeah, that's if you're going, be great. that's awesome. And that's the best time <laughs> to ride the Incredicoaster, too, is in at the night. dark. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it looks so much better at night. Yep. Uh, still fun in, during the day, but just not as... Yeah. Not as... Powerful. Doesn't pop as much. <laughs> and then closures. Disneyland Casey Jr. closes on the 29th until May 24th. Minnie's House closes on the 29th until May 4th. And then uh, Storybook Land Canal Boats closes on the 29th until May 24th. And then Sleeping Beauty Castle uh, is currently closed. There is... Kind of a rumor circulating that it's going to reopen on the 28th of May. So. Wow, how convenient. I know, right? <laughs> Just in time for Star Wars. And then uh, California Adventure, Silly Symphony Swings until May 24th. And then the Red Car Trolley is actually closed until spring of next year. Whoa. Yeah. Really? That's what I had gotten uh, on various That's sites. That's interesting. So. That makes me wonder if they've got something bigger going on. Well, I don't know, because they're doing the Marvel area. Yeah, is that going to coincide so maybe with the they want trolley? the trolley to go into there as well? I don't know. Seems like it would clash. Maybe they're redoing the trolley maybe. so that it's land neutral. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, who knows? Uh, and I guess then, we'll find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are all the closures going on this at this time. So cool. Um, if you're a big fan of Casey Jr. or the Storybook Land Canal Boats, I apologize. Those are going to be closed for quite some time. Sorry, Dad. 
I'm assuming he won't be going before this reopens. Be. But but I, I, I thought I'd apologize to him anyway. <laughs> Not that it's my fault, but... Or is it? Maybe it is. What did you do? All right. That is enough, I assume, for this week at the Disneyland Resort. So let's head on over to Brian's Trivia Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, everybody, it is trivia time. Yippee. And I actually got quite a few answers this week. I was very happy to see how many answers hit my inbox. Good job, guys. And I think everybody was right. I was very impressed. Um, Loved the answers that I got. Loved hearing from uh, quite a few of our listeners this week. And that question, if you do not remember from last week, was from 1998 to 2004, Space Mountain in Disneyland was painted what colors? And the answer to that question was the absolutely awful gold and bronze to kind of match (laughs) the entire, like, Jules Verne steampunk look that Tomorrowland got during that time. Yeah. And it um, was not good. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I think it had some hints of turquoise in it. Yeah. As well. Almost like patina. Yeah. Bronze. Yeah. uh, It wasn't the best time. No, it wasn't. (laughs) Uh, Fortunately, they corrected that error in that area. Uh, They still have some of that goldish, bronzish color that uh, dominated that area of the park um, around the Astro Orbiter mm-hmm. and then the Observatron that is up where the Astro Orbiter should be. Yes. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, congratulations to those of you that knew that. Um, thank you so much for sending in those answers. I do love hearing from each of you. I don't always get to respond to all of you, but know that I do read all of those and I am grateful for your comments. Uh, um, but I think we should move on to this week's question for uh, our trivia. And that is going to be Aunt Jemima's Pancake House, now known as the Riverbell Terrace, was the birthplace to what Disney treat? Hmm, interesting. I will let you know that what I initially thought the answer was going to be was not correct. (laughs) But now I know the true answer. Interesting, interesting. Those of you that don't know, I kind of find some trivia in different places, and sometimes I don't even know it when I find those questions, but I send it out to you after I know it. Nice. Anyway, nice, nice. If you know the answer or think you might know the answer, send it over to me, Brian. That's B R Y A N dot W O T M S at Gmail dot com. Awesome blossom. So um this week I and mean, today in Disney history. <laughs> uh today is April twenty fourth. Um and there's really not a whole lot going on. Uh, basically the only thing that I found noteworthy for this day, uh, was in 1989, probably the best year ever out Mm, of all the years. That can be debated. Um, the Disney Channel begins airing another new, well, it's (laughs) 
this is confusing to me, begins airing another new, the new Mickey Mouse Club series. Was this the one with Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears? I think so. That would make the most sense. Yeah. And uh, what's his face? Ryan Gosling. Oh, I forgot he was in it. So was Christina <laughs> Aguilera. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are actually pretty well known now. That oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. So that's it. That's all I got. Cool. So, which is good because we potentially have a lot of stuff we for got you guys. things to talk about. So, um, before we dive into today's turkey leg, just for the new listeners, that means the meat of our episode. It's true. Um, we do want to let you guys know how you can contact us or support us. So, uh, the way you can support us is, of course, buying something off of shop.spreadshirt.com slash word on the main street. Um, or, well, I guess I should say the most important thing, which is listening to the episodes Indeed. and sharing them with people that might also enjoy it. Uh, so if you haven't been doing that, if you do, that's awesome. Um, not required, but, you know, it's our favorite. It is. It keeps Tag us alive. Tag us in a post on social media. Uh, and then, of course, the most beneficial one monetarily to us <laughs> if that's something you would like to help with um, is patreon.com slash word on the main street that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash word on the main street you can donate as little as a dollar up to whatever you'd like it is a monthly donation um, and you can cancel at any time and uh, we're going to be putting some stuff on there uh we have some videos of panels that we were at at fan x yep. that we can put up there for you guys a lot of good disney panels yep. and these are things that probably will not end up on the show um yeah on this particular not this episode but like the entire podcast yeah i mean we will probably talk about some of the panels um but you won't be able to hear the entirety of them on the podcast. So if you want to see those or hear them, whatever works for you, um, just donate to our Patreon and you'll have access. Boom diggity. Um, and then I've been toying with the idea of making our uh, theme song a ringtone. Oh, there you go. For people that donate. So uh, if that tickles your fancy, let me know. Because if there are a lot of people that want it, then uh, I'll definitely do it. Cool. But, uh, if not, we'll see what happens. That would be great. Um, and then if you want to contact us, we are on social media, facebook.com slash word on the main street, or we are on Instagram at word on the main street, or you can find us on Twitter. Our handle is at W O T main street. Feel free to reach out to us on there. We love to interact with you guys on social media. Um, I feel like there's been an uptick in interaction. Yeah, and I really have enjoyed that. Yeah. So, so keep it up. Keep it going. Um, or you, if you don't want to do social media, or in addition to social media, you can leave us a voicemail at 801-923-2455. Um, let us know if you don't want it to be played on the show. Um, otherwise, it's it, probably it going to happen. put on the show, um, depending what you're talking about. Um, you can use that to say hi or tell us about a trip or even answer Brian's trivia. Who knows? That's always a good uh, idea. Just whatever you want to do on the phone. 
Um, and then if you want to shoot us an email, you can do that. My email is Sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. And again, you can reach me at Brian, that's B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Awesome. Let us go into the turkey leg. Let us go. Let us go. Into the turkey leg. <laughs> Oh, I kill me. We kill me. Why don't you take this one? Because I know you put it on the agenda that we don't have. How do you know? (laughs) What agenda? I I know not of what you speak. (laughs) So anyway, um, those of you that have visited the park recently might notice a new look to the hub. Well, over to your left as you walk into the hub... You would see the great glorious Arch of Adventureland that has the tiki mask and everything. Oh wait, it's not there. (gasps) Gasp. So, Disneyland has been working on a lot of things around the park to improve the flow of people throughout the park. Part of that, and I think this is a very welcome part of that, is that they have widened the Adventureland entrance. Yeah. I think that is a great idea. So until they're able to um, refurbish the arch to fit that wider walkway, it's not currently going over the top of that walkway. But there's an old Adventureland sign that actually used to sit above the Tahitian Terrace entrance back when that was still in, Mm -hmm. in Adventureland that welcomes guests now into Adventureland until they get that arch back in. And honestly, even if they didn't get the arch back up, I think this looks really nice. Yeah, it does. And uh, the classic element of it is pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely love it. So I really like, so what, if, if you haven't seen pictures of this yet, basically, if you remember the little, um, it was like a little uh, thing over to the right-hand side of the walkway into uh-huh. the land that was kind of separated from the main walkway. That's totally been removed. The entire pathway has been widened a little bit. So it's a very nice-looking wide entrance Which into the land. Which is so nice. It's been needed for a long, <laughs> long time. So, And from what I understand, they've actually shortened some of the fort walls as well that uh-huh. go between um, Adventureland and Frontierland, oh, yeah. right there by the bathrooms. So that should help with flow going from Adventureland into Frontierland. Yeah. So one of the benefits of Star Wars Land is we get nicer Adventureland area. Yeah. So. I really like what the park's doing to make everything more easy, easily Accessible. Accessible, I guess. It just makes traffic move oh, yeah. so much better. Adventureland is always so squishy. Oh, it is. And, and I so. think as you go into that land, it's still going to be kind of tight. I yeah. mean, I know that the stroller parking has been moved now, but it still can get a little Part uh, of me. claustrophobic. Aside from it being busy, <laughs> I, I kind of like the closeness because to me that reminds me of what I've seen in movies oh, about yeah. like like the Middle East and yeah. things. Like, like it's Indiana just these crowded Jones little streets, yeah. When they when they're doing the basket chase in, yeah. so, in Raiders. Part of me likes it, but it's difficult, obviously with strollers yeah. and whatnot. Uh but 
but it is yeah fitting to the theme. It is. So, so just pretend you're uh, you're actually in a, an adventure area, yeah. <laughs> like Indiana Jones. That's right. All right. Did you have anything else to add on no, that? No, that's basically it. Um, probably try and throw a link up onto social media with that article and some of the pictures so you guys can see oh, that. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So let us move on. A uh, big announcement that was made, actually, when we released our episode last week. There's a few big announcements <laughs> that have been made since last week. Uh, of course, this gets made after we record. Yeah. But uh, so this might be happens. some old news for you guys, but... Those that uh, don't really check out the blogs and stuff on your own, um, they have announced the new Oogie Boogie Bash coming to Disney's California Adventure for Halloween. Um, As we know, Star Wars Land is is pretty much here, and they just can't do Halloween in Disneyland anymore, so... Um, it's going back to its original area, which is California Adventure. Those of you that may not have known that it was over there. <laughs> so uh, it's got a new name. It's no longer Mickey's Halloween Party. It is now Oogie Boogie Bash, So, um, which I think is good because it's that's not really Mickey's Park. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think changing it to Oogie Boogie is a good move. Oh, yeah. Plus. Absolutely. They've, you can tell they've been preparing for it. <laughs> oh, easily. Uh, with the signage and everything. So Everything that they did last year, I think, really showed that they're trying to make that very exciting over there. Oh, yeah. And I think that's going to be a really good place for the Halloween party to exist because it, it, the, the pathways in California Adventure are just so much wider oh, yeah. than they are in Disneyland. So I think it just is a natural fit for those types of things. Um, especially now that they've made all those improvements in the park, so it'll be yeah, it'll be really good. We've seen what California Adventure looks like at Halloween now, mm-hmm. and it looks awesome. Oh, so so awesome. So um, I don't think there's anything to worry about. Yeah, a lot of cool things that they're going to be doing with yes. the party too. I mean, it really makes me want to go for Halloween time and go right. to the party <laughs> just so that I can see some of these new things that they're doing. Yeah. So uh, this will take place between September sixth. And go until, obviously, Halloween um, of this year. Um, So let us go over uh, what they're going to be doing during this Oogie Boogie Bash. So, uh, first thing is what they call Villainous. So this is a new World of Color show uh, that weaves a Halloween tale about a young girl named Shelley Marie. This twisted tale carries Shelley on an unforgettable journey, exploring the villainous side of Disney characters through fountains, lights, lasers, projections, and special effects. Villainous shows that deep down, there's a little villain in all of us. I love that. (laughs) That is going to be so cool. I'm pretty stoked for that. Um... Uh, this one was intriguing oh, to me. Oh, yeah. And I actually, I didn't read this article before. Oh, you didn't? Um, Fanex. <laughs> oh, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. actually learned about <laughs> this one at a panel that we attended for Fanex. I already knew. Um, <laughs> it's old news to me. Yeah, well, um, I didn't. So the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail is going to be transformed into a wondrous and ethereal. <laughs> Ethereal world of Disney villains, unlike anything seen before. Redwood Creek will be tricked out in a dreamlike environment. 
This new experience unfolds in a series of scenes, each creating a hauntingly beautiful dream space of color, sound, light, and shadows as stories emerge from the darkest night to create an enchanting world. I'm so excited. I really want to see all so this. So it sounds like Redwood Creek, it's going to be a little spooky. Yeah. So I don't know uh, what all <laughs> that will entail, but it uh, sounds pretty cool. I'm excited to see what it looks like. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then they're going to have immersive treat trails, which we're all kind of familiar with from uh, the Disneyland Mickey Halloween party. Um, it says, enjoy trick-or-treating at the new wonderfully wicked treat trails throughout the park. Iconic characters such as Mad Hatter from Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland, or even Oogie Boogie himself will surprise and delight. Additional treat trails will feature oversized cauldrons full of treats for all guests to That's enjoy. So cool. I'm excited. I love that part. <laughs> You can just go up and grab a bunch of candy yeah. to snack on. You don't I, even have to. <laughs> I really want to see this Oogie Boogie that they speak of. Yeah. Is it going to be like a walking character? Is I'm, it going to be like some so. animatronic that they just have? Just like sitting out front of a cauldron or behind a cauldron? Yeah. Who knows? Be, either way, I think it's going to be fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, then they're doing something called Descendance which is a new pulsing party in the backlot area of Hollywoodland and is inspired by the popular Descendants franchise from Disney Channel. As the Descendance begins, a spell is cast, summoning the greatest dance crew from the Isle of the Lost to throw down and lead everyone in moves that are set to the biggest hit songs from the Descendants movies. So, does Winifred Sanderson show up and put a spell on you? Probably not. Oh, dang it. Uh, I've never seen The Descendants. Laundry's done. <laughs> I've never seen The Descendants. I really haven't had any desire to watch it. Yeah. My oldest has seen the first two, I think, but he's of the age now that he's really not interested in yeah. the third one coming out. To so. me, it just seems like... Uh, you know, the quality of Disney Channel movies. Oh, man. Uh, it's not what it used to be, folks. <laughs> just seems like that. It's just some teenagers that... What are they? The kids of the villains? Yeah. So, teenage drama. So, uh, fun stuff. All right. Then they're going to have the Frightfully Fun Parade. Uh, so, this is the guest favorite parade um, that they had before. Yeah. Uh, but it's just to coming to California Adventure uh, for the first time. Uh, the Headless Horseman of Sleepy Hollow starts the procession, followed by Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, who lead the cavalcade of characters and many mischievous Disney villains who are ready to stir up some trouble along the parade route. So, so. if you go again, you're not going to be able to see it off of Alice in Wonderland nope. anymore. That was awesome. Though. As you and Sean come <laughs> coasting out of the... The Alice in Wonderland <laughs> attraction. Right up to the rope. Yeah. To see the parade where we were interacted with with the characters and the little kids by us were not. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, guys. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, they're going to be doing Mickey's Trick and Treat show. Not trick or treat, trick and treat. Ooh, you get both. 
this is perfect for young guests. Uh, this new interactive stage production invites kids of all ages to join Mickey Mouse and his pals as they throw a one-of-a-kind Halloween party. Enjoy dancing, not-so-frightening scary tales, and candy at the Disney Theater in Hollywood Land. So do they, by Disney Theater, do they mean where the dance party is normally? Like the Disney Junior That's my guess. Thing? That's the only place I can think of that they could use without I using the I don't know what other thing would be considered the Disney Theater in Hollywood Yeah, because it wouldn't be the Hyperion. They'd say the Hyperion yeah. if that was the case. So it has to be something like that. Plus it's for kids, yeah. essentially. So Yeah, I think that's probably that makes what sense. it would be. Um, and then they're going to have character encounters, of course, um, where you will meet beloved Disney characters and villains, too. And they say you may be surprised at who you discover at this Halloween party. So That's cool. That's got me excited, too. So Not who, that I'm going, but... Who could it be now? All right. So these are the important dates you're going to want. April 23rd, which is yesterday as, you're, as this is releasing. Uh, tickets have gone on sale to Disney Land Resort Annual Pass holders, Vacation Club members, and Disney Visa card holders. April 30th, tickets will go on sale to the general public, which is in just a few days. Um, and then the dates for the uh, the Oogie Boogie Bash are September 17th, 19th, 22nd, 24th, 26th, 29th, October 1st, 3rd, 6th, 8th, 10th, 13th, 15th, 17th, 20th, 22nd, 24th, 27th, 29th, and the 31st. Wow. So Plenty of opportunity. Oh, for sure. If you miss it, it's your own fault. Indeedly doodly. Uh, and those usually are 100 bucks ish if, if I remember right. Yeah, so. and I think that's the price that I saw again this time. But that is also a price that's varying on the time that you go. The yeah. closer it gets to Halloween, the more expensive the party gets. Yeah, and just so you're aware, there is a limit of eight tickets per person Only per event eight. date. So, Seems uh, like a good amount of tickets, if you ask me. Yeah. It is a good amount. So. Unless you're taking your family of 12... <laughs> Then it's not a good yeah. amount, but but somebody else for can purchase those of us that sure. only have like families of five or four, yeah, it's we're we're set. <laughs> and then if you're going to take your kids that are two or younger, they're obviously free. So cool. just like any other Disney park event. Yes. Cool. Alrighty. I think Disney should take a page out of the Fan X book and let kids. Up until the age of eight, eight. <laughs> go in for free. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> I would like I it because like I'd only have be to pay of... <laughs> for three of us. The next time we go, Lucy's not free anymore. And that makes me sad. Yeah. I have to pay for five people now. <laughs> Maybe she can pass off as a three-year-old. Nah, she's getting too big. <laughs> All right. Big fat news. Alongside this uh, Oogie Boogie Bash Has to do with Star Wars Land Oh yeah So excited So they have announced when You can get your reservations For Galaxy's Edge As we've discussed Galaxy's Edge opens May 30 Was it 31st? 
Uh, yes. Uh, May 31st. And uh, between May 31st and June 23rd, you have to have a reservation. I can't stress that enough. Yeah. If you're planning a trip for this time, get your reservation. If you don't have one, you will not be allowed nope. into the land. And from what I had read recently, those first guests for that first couple weeks are going to have four hours in the area. Yeah. So, so get your reservation. Fun. And uh, go enjoy some time in the new land. Oh, for sure. Uh, so, if you are booking your trip and you are going to stay at a Disney Resort hotel, you do not have to worry. You will get a reservation with your room. If you're not staying on Disney property, you have to book your own reservation. So uh, this will happen May 2nd at 8 a.m. Pacific time. Um, So you have to have a Disney account. So you're going to want to make a Disney account now. Who doesn't have one of those yet? I don't know. (laughs) Weirdos. So, you're going to want one of those. Um, Wait a minute. Oh. What? Specific details on how to make reservations will be available on the Disney Parks blog and Disneyland.com on May 2nd at 8 p.m. and 8 a.m. Pacific time. Um, And then registration opens at 10 a.m. Pacific time. So, it's the details that are coming out. Two hours before the reservations open. So you're going to want to get on, see what all you're going to have to do. Make sure you're logged into your Disney account. And then when 10 o'clock hits, you better be ready to go. It's going to crash because everybody's going to be trying to get that. Um, So, yeah. Staying at a Disneyland Resort Hotel, you're good. You're not staying at a Disneyland Resort Hotel. Get on this. Um... But after the 23rd of June, you no longer need a reservation, and it's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this will be Amen fun in the, in the aspect of you probably won't have crazy crowds during this time because they're regulating it. But after the 23rd, it's going to be nuts. However, I think there was one panel that we attended at Fanex for our friends over at Provost Park Pass. Oh, yeah. They have been invited to the opening day um, of Star Wars Land, mm-hmm. and they were told to anticipate seven-hour waits. Yeah. Was it seven or four? Seven-hour wait. I think for it was seven-hour waits for Smuggler's Run. So was that opening day, or was that just a press thing? I think that was just opening day. Yeah. If I remember right. Anywho. So anyway. It's going to be crazy. Um, also, <laughs> make sure you follow our friends at Provost Park Pass um, as they're going to be able to help give you your first look at the land. They said they're going to be live streaming as much as they possibly can. So if you haven't yet, subscribe to Provost Park Pass on YouTube. Oh, yeah. All right. That is it. Other than this one other thing. Yep. Ha-cha-cha. And this is pretty big. This actually came out while we were at Fanex. Yes. Big news. So, uh, big announcement for Toontown at Disneyland. Uh, Toontown will now be getting Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. 
in 2022. Isn't that exciting? I am so stoked for that. So that's awesome. Um, I believe the one in Florida is supposed to open in 2020 in the spring. Yep. It was supposed to originally be 2019, but yes. it was pushed back a little bit. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if you guys are unaware, this is the first Mickey-themed ride that they have ever made. Um, and so this will be the first one at Disneyland, but not the first one ever because Disney World gets it first. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, once you step into the cartoon world of Mickey and Minnie, you will board a train with Goofy as the engineer. What could go wrong there, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> He's responsible. Uh, then one magical moment after the next leads you to a zany out of control adventure filled with surprising twists and turns with an original story and lovable theme song. Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway uses state of the art technologies and dazzling visual effects to transform the cartoon world into an incredible and immersive multidimensional experience. So if you didn't hear us talk about this in previous episodes, that is what the ride is. Um, they There was some video of test footage that was yeah, released at D23 last time, and it's awesome. That's cool. <laughs> it looks awesome. Uh, so yeah, they'll... They'll release more updates, I'm sure. Yeah. But all we really know right now is it's coming to Toontown in 2022. Yeah. Um, I think it was mouseplanet.com that was reporting that the um, the thoughts on where it's going to be located is an entirely new area and that it won't take no. up any existing um, space in Tomorrowland or not Tomorrowland, Toontown um, because they are relocating a lot of the offices and storage areas back behind there and most likely demoing some of the land yeah. or some of the buildings that are back there. Yeah. So don't expect anything to have to leave Toontown to accommodate no. this. See, and I was thinking at first that maybe they'd change Mickey and Minnie's house into like the queue. Oh, yeah. But I, Probably I, not. I hope so. not. Yeah, because you get to go in there and watch Mickey cartoons. Yes. Yeah. That's where you go to meet Mickey. <laughs> like, guaranteed spot to meet right? Mickey. So. Steamboat Willie. Yeah. That's my fave. So, uh, that is all that we have regarding Disney announcements. Disney news. Disney news. Uh... We attended Fanex. Yeah, we that did. is the next bit of info. It was a lot of fun. You. It was a blast. We um, did get to meet up with our our winner too, Lori Anderson. Yeah, that was able to to join us at Fanex. Got to talk with her after the Yesterland panel. That was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and her pass went to good use. Yep. So, um, thanks. Original winner. Yes. For letting somebody else get your pass since you couldn't make it. Uh, I assume they appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Um, so, uh, the event was two days long. Uh, it was Friday and Saturday. Wasn't super busy. It wasn't the busiest yeah. convention that I've been to here in Utah. But my thoughts are, it was Easter weekend. Yeah. A lot of people were traveling or spending time with their families, egg coloring, all that fun stuff. 
Um, we're, I'm just a bad person, I guess. <laughs> and uh, didn't do that because uh, we had Comic-Con. You yeah. brought your family to it. Yeah, we actually did our egg coloring the night before the first day of FanX, so that way we didn't have to worry about it. That's probably what I should have done, but we didn't. (laughs) That's all right. Uh, But the kids got to color eggs with their aunt. Oh, fun. I believe, so Uh, so good memories. Beck colored some with us, too, since he was over (laughs) spending some time with us that night before FanX. So, uh, but we did spend Easter with our families. Yes. So this wasn't on Sunday. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. We did some interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, some good interviews, I thought. Yeah. And we didn't get to everybody that we wanted to, but the ones that we got, I feel are quality. Yeah. They were a lot of fun. Um, there were some we tried, didn't work out. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's okay. They're doing one in September, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I will not be able to attend that, so I'm hoping you'll be able to. Sorry. We already booked a camping trip. Didn't realize it was Fan X weekend until it was already booked. I don't even know when it is. It's over Labor Day weekend. Is it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we're going to be camping. Yeah. But I hope you can go cover it. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe Mom can take my place. She can be a (laughs) guest. Word on the Main Street host for the weekend. We could just uh, bring Sean... Long. Oh yeah, you know, we can bring the man on the main street as long as he's, he's not busy. Technically, uh, a co-host. It's true. <laughs> if he can't make it though, just take mom. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, we did interviews, uh, which we'll hopefully get to some of them today. If not, look for them in coming episodes. Yeah. So, uh, what we can't get to today, we're going to get to in the next episode. And if we have to, we'll roll over to the next episode yep. after that as well. But it just kind of extends our FanX coverage right. over a few episodes rather than all at once and making a very long episode. Oh, yeah. Um, so what was your favorite thing at FanX? My favorite Disney-related thing or yes. my favorite thing? Because my favorite thing was the Office <laughs> panel. That was fantastic. Um but my favorite Disney-related thing was probably the Yesterland panel oh, that was um, so on good. day one. It was absolutely fantastic. A lot of local Disneyland experts, including um, a couple Disney Imagineers, Josh Shipley and Josh previous. Stedman. <laughs> uh, previous, yeah. They're not currently working at the parks. They're both now working for Evermore Park. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, Josh was... Shipley was an Imagineer for years. Um, like 25 years. Yeah, was so. able to study under Tony Baxter. Um, just had his hand in a lot of different things while he was there. Josh Stedman, on the other hand, he was there primarily to prep for Shanghai mm-hmm. um, and help design the castle, um, a lot of the different lands. And he does a lot of like visual design. We did speak with him a little bit, and we're hoping to have an interview with him to talk a little bit more about that another day. Yeah, But we had a lot of other local Disneyland Experts and I really would classify them as experts after mm-hmm. listening to that panel because they gave a lot of good information oh, yeah. just about the history of the park, where it was compared to what it is now. So it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Yeah, and there's a video at the end that uh, made got, me got tear. you a little got you a little emotional. Yeah, um, yeah, just kind of so, showed Walt enjoying his park. Yeah, 
basically in the last years yeah. of his life. Oh, it made me, made me tear. And the music and everything. It's yeah, just it really was good. just a perfect video, <laughs> perfect way to end the panel. Um, but there's just so much good information in that whole panel they talked about. Oh, yeah. The rocket rods, the people mover, um, the skyway buckets was another big one that they talked about. Oh, yeah. There's just so much classic stuff. They showed some good pictures of what Tomorrowland, or not Tomorrowland, um, Fantasyland originally looked like oh, yeah. before the big remodel. That was really kind of shocking to see <laughs> what that looked like. But um, those of you that are subscribers to our Patreon, you can be keeping a lookout on Patreon because uh-huh. that is one of the panels that we will be making available to you to be able to view and hopefully be able to see the screen. I tried to shoot it so that you could see all the panelists (laughs) and what was on the screen, but I have not yet watched it myself. So we'll see if it shows both. Yeah. And then I believe I recorded the audio. So if you prefer just an audio version, uh, it should be on there as well. Yeah. So So. we'll try and make both versions available. Uh, So what was your favorite of the weekend? Oh, that was a really good one. That panel was very enjoyable. Um, I always like listening to Josh Shipley yeah. talk about his time at Disney. Um, if you guys are interested and you haven't heard the interview we did with him uh, last FanX, last fall, uh, we did an interview, which we put on an episode. Mm-hmm. So go back, look for that. I assume the title has something to do with FanX. Yeah. Um so go look for that. Uh, one of the, my favorite things is, I don't know, I love the artwork that you can find oh, there. Yeah. Artwork's There's so fantastic. much good Disney artwork. I got a, I got a really nice uh, um, graveyard bust. Oh, yeah. That's really awesome. He had way good stuff. He did. Um, then obviously uh, Thomas Estrada's in the Artist Alley. He animation for Disney on mm-hmm. quite a few movies. Um, I got a, a piece of artwork. It looks like old uh, Japanese art, mm, but it's yeah. for pop culture stuff. So it's Kingdom Hearts. So it's got Sora, Donald, Goofy. Yeah. If you follow it's got us Hades, on, Scar, um, Maleficent. It's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's super cool. <laughs> and if you follow us on Facebook, you've probably already been able to see that. Yeah. And it's printed on authentic... Japanese paper. That's so cool. It just looks so good. Um, so I love that. And I also love looking at people's cosplay. Oh, yeah. There's, There's so much good, good Disney cosplay. Yeah. Um, which we posted a lot of pictures of. Uh, there was one. It was the Aladdin one. That was like oh, that the was coolest. Fantastic. Uh, so this guy had, um, he had built a magic carpet that was at his waistline. And he had legs on it. So when he wore it, it looked like he was sitting on the carpet as Aladdin. And then he had like blue, what, curtain stuff? Type stuff (laughs) around the edge, too. So that you couldn't see his legs. And then his wife was the genie. Their little girl was Jasmine. It was was just awesome. And Um, it was like Prince Ali Aladdin, too. So it was really cool. Yeah, so. That we posted that on Instagram and Facebook, so go check that out if you want to see it. Um, we saw the the fools, the King of Fools. Klopan. is that his name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that was awesome. Uh, 
what other cosplay did we see that was really um, cool? You had come across Pacha and oh, his yeah. wife. That was awesome. <laughs> that was a really good one. Uh, and all these are on our Instagram. I took pictures of the ones that I really, really liked. We, had, we took a picture with the Kingdom Hearts yeah. characters, right? Yeah. That was another good one. They all had keyblades. It was awesome. Yeah. And then uh, there was a really good Deadpool there. <laughs> I got a picture with. He's Disney now, so. Yeah. I think he proclaimed himself a Disney princess. I just put that in the caption because oh, I thought that was hilarious. I thought he said that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I put in the caption that he said something about being the newest Disney princess. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, his costume was spot on for the new movie, Deadpool's Deadpool costume. Uh, and he also had a Hello Kitty backpack on, which I thought was great. <laughs> I saw that. Um, and the second day, that same Deadpool, because he had the same Hello Kitty backpack. So uh, I have to assume that it was the same one, but he was in like unicorn pajamas. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I just really like how people dress up. Um, so I have a lot of favorites, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the artwork and seeing people's costumes, as well as the interviews we got to do. Yeah. I was very happy, very excited for that. Yeah, I'm excited to share them with the listeners. Yeah. Uh, So, since we're almost out of time, because we talk a lot. That's all right. (laughs) Or maybe I talk a lot. I don't know. Uh, There's a lot to cover before we got into Fan X stuff, so... So, since we've only got a few minutes, we'll do... We'll put one of our interviews on right now, like, right here. Um... Just uh, to intro it, we're going to do Thomas Estrada, right? Sounds good to me. So uh, we interviewed Thomas Estrada, who um, is a he was a former animator for Disney and DreamWorks, um, and uh, yeah, he did his most notable is like Emperor's New Groove, Prince of Egypt. So he'll talk about all this, um, but yeah, just enjoy. He's a great animator, great artist. Uh, so here is our interview with Thomas Estrada. All right, folks, we're here with uh, Thomas Estrada, Disney animator. Um, he did work on Emperor's New Groove, mm-hmm. uh, the Tigger movie, um, Home on the Range, I believe. Yeah, um, Treasure Planet. Uh, was there a favorite movie that you worked on? I think... The one we probably watch still that's in regular rotation would be New Groove. It was a lot of fun. It was just such a wacky. And what's funny is that they, they kind of rewrote um, that whole film like about halfway through. And so it, it's got a spontaneous kind of feel to it because it really was that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so did you have any of the animation done when they were rewriting yeah, a lot it? of it was done. Um, they, they, they tried to reuse as much as they can. Um, and then uh, we had to crank out the rest about okay. on half the half the production time. <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so how long have you been doing animation? Oh geez, I started in uh, DreamWorks in '97 on The Prince of Egypt was my first film. So that was got over 20 years ago now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's when I started back way back then when we were still drawing yeah, on paper and pencils. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've got that classic uh, art. dinosaur. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Because it's all done on, like, iPads. It's all CG now, uh, done on uh, workstations, uh, desktop computers with uh, Maya is the software that we use now. 
and that that I think I switched after um, my last hand-drawn film was at DreamWorks with Sinbad, and then I retrained on that point to go on to um, Shark Tale and Over the Hedge, and then a bunch of video games that's been all CG since then. Awesome. Was it uh, difficult to transition from paper? It was. It was mostly learning the new tool. You know, a lot of the animation principles were the same. Um, you're just using another type of paintbrush or pencil, you know, instead of we're using a mouse now. Yeah. Uh, so when did you get your start with Disney? Uh, Disney, uh, yeah, after I, I'd done a couple of features at DreamWorks with uh, Prince of Egypt and, and uh, Road to El Dorado. And then at that point, which happens quite often, is if the studio doesn't have another film ready to go, you find yourself in between <laughs> gigs. And so I was uh, let go after El Dorado. Um, I was, and, and so, but it was a good thing because I ended up doing some freelance first on the Tigger movie with Disney, and then I got picked up full time to go on to New Groove. So yeah, that was my first one there. Awesome. Uh, have you been a Disney fan before you started? Oh yeah, my whole life. You know, I, I I have an old Fantasia book that I used to that I still own that I used to look through and just wonder like you know how incredible it would be to to be able to do that someday that's awesome uh, are you a fan of the parks at all oh yeah i mean we grew up in southern california uh -huh. and so going to disneyland was just something that we always did um and, and it made it nice while working at disney feature because you get the silver pass that oh, gets you in with the free parking and the discounted food and merchandise and so we were there quite often that was the hardest thing about not working for disney was having to give back your silver pass they had to like pull it out of my hands no. yeah so did you have a favorite attraction at disneyland um i like the old classic stuff you know pirates of the caribbean and the haunted mansion uh yeah those are always my favorites that's awesome so have you had any of your uh work featured in the parks at all um hmm. i worked on disney infinity the video game and i remember there was a uh a little display that they had in that big building that rotates uh -huh. in the the tomorrowland yeah. uh, there was a thing in there that had the disney infinity for a while which was really awesome uh -huh. to see um i think that was as close as i got to yeah. actually having <laughs> my own work in in the park yeah awesome well uh Unless Brian here has any questions, I think that's all we got for you. Thanks Thank you so much that. for having an oh, interview with us. I appreciate you taking the time to just to come say hi to me. So sure. it's very cool. All right. So that was our interview with Thomas Estrada. Um, really cool guy. Yeah. I was super excited to, uh, to interview him and meet him. It sounded like he was pretty excited to be interviewed. <laughs> Just by little old us. Yeah. We're <laughs> nothing special, but it was very nice of him to take some time before the con really got started. Yeah. And let us uh, talk to him a little bit about his career. Yeah. And there are there were plenty of animators and artists for Disney that yeah. were there. We didn't even talk with all of them. No. So no. there's a gentleman that does a bunch of stitch uh, oh, cartoons yeah. that actually has done work on the Disney Channel and told me that he had just finished doing some work for the high school musical, um, high school musical, the, the musical, musical the series, the series <laughs> um, for Disney Plus. So that's awesome. He's still working with Disney, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, there were plenty of people we wanted to interview that we just didn't have yeah. time to get to. There's a lot going on during the con, uh, um, especially when I bring my family and we got to do family stuff as well. So yeah. I kind of had split work between podcast stuff and, and 
family stuff, but I feel like we got some good content, and I'm excited to share the rest of it with you guys in the next episode. Yeah. All right. Uh, did you have anything else you I wanted to add? I think that's it. I have no idea what I did with my agenda. There it is. All right. What agenda? <laughs> well, uh, sorry we didn't get to all of our FanX stuff this week, uh, but be sure to listen next week. We will continue the rest. There's just a bunch of announcements this same week. Same mouse time, same mouse channel. Exactly. Uh, so there were a bunch of, of Disney announcements this week that we just had to get to. Yeah. Uh, with Mickey's and Railway. And there may be even more next week. Star <laughs> we Wars Land uh, and the, the Halloween party. Yep. So um, it's our duty to you guys yep. to make sure we bring you the latest news as well as, as stuff like Fanex. As soon as we get so. it. Yeah. Unfortunately, it wasn't like very timely with no. the Halloween party. But. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that is it. Thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to our little podcast. Um, if you enjoy the episode, please share it with those that might also enjoy it. Um, and if you are able, we would appreciate it if you would uh, rate us. And uh, leave a review on the platform that you listen to us on, which should be the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, and Google Play. And just a reminder, we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash word on the main street, Twitter at WOT Main Street, and on Instagram at word on the main street. Um, and then we do want to thank Bryce Gardner for our theme song. Uh, very awesome theme songs. Thank you so much, Bryce. He does music under the name of Delta Theory, so go check him out um, on any music streaming services. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and that is it. So thank you guys again so much for joining us this week. Please join us every Wednesday to hear the new word on the main street. Bye-bye. Goodbye.